We're going to be reading over in the book of Proverbs, chapter number 23, beginning with verse number 17, going to 18, just two verses of scripture this morning. If your Bibles are not with you, I encourage you to bring them. But just in case, for some reason, you don't have one, it's on the screen behind us, or it should be. There it is. Proverbs 23, verse number 17 says this, let not thine heart envy sinners, but thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. For surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. You may be seated today. I want to try my very best to minister to us today. I need this. God gives me thoughts for me. Do you understand that? It's not just for you. Every thought that he gives me, every thought that he works through me, I receive it because I need it. I desire it. I've got to have it. And I think this one is a very important one for all of us to take hold of. And the thought that I want to try to leave with you today is this. This too shall pass. I know that we all sometimes get ourselves in a place where we think the situation or circumstances that we're involved in, the emotion and the feelings that we have, the thoughts that seem we can't get rid of, are never going to leave us. If it's not gone in a day for you and I, we think, oh my, our life is ruined. If you have reached any age in life physically, you understand things in life pass. If you were fortunate enough to graduate high school, when you begin the ninth grade, you thought it would never come to an end. What? I got to take these subjects? Never heard of algebra, much less. I don't even, can't spell it, and I can't do it. This too shall pass, because you'll go on to geometry. Trigonometry, if I said that correctly, thank you. See, it's hard to say it, much less work it. Amen. Other things will pass. Have you ever been in a real good mood? I mean, you were on the top of the mountain. I mean, you just were bubbling and nothing could bring you down. Guess what? This too shall pass. Have you ever just had just a uncontrollable laugh come out of you, Sister Janice? You have? You have. Not this morning, but you have. Have you ever seen a, a child just start laughing and you think, my goodness, they're going to suffocate if, if they don't stop and take a breath. Believe me, this too shall pass. Have you ever cried so much? It just seems like every time, it doesn't matter what was going on, tears just seem so easy to flow. Hey, how come you're not crying yet today? Because that too passed. Are you understanding what I'm trying to say this morning? Things of this life pass. The day passes where we're at anyway. And it becomes day for someone else. But in about 12 hours or so, the sunlight is gone. It's not really gone. We just moved. And it becomes dark. 
but that too shall pass. It's not that it's not dark on the other side of the earth. It is, but we've moved. And so depending on where we're moving, depending on what passes and what comes. Our scripture today talked about that there is an end. If we're not careful, we begin to focus and look at other people, especially those that are not living for God or did live for God, and they went back into the world and we said, oh, they got it made. If you begin to focus on them, you don't understand that their lifestyle will end. And that end means there's a hereafter. And then it goes on to say that my expectation shall not be cut off. What is that expectation? It's simply hope. It's simply hope. Have you ever hoped for something? And if you really had a hope, you'd wait for it. And then when it comes, you're no longer hoping for it. That is our problem living for God. Because we hope for things in this life only. And when they come, it doesn't satisfy us. It doesn't give us peace. It doesn't give us the things that we thought it would give us. And so we become miserable again. Because our hope cannot be in this life only. It must be in the hereafter. And if we really are hoping for things that we cannot see in the hereafter, we will with patience wait for it. So many Christians, apostolic Christians, get themselves in trouble because they set their reflections on things of the earth. Some of them are wholesome. Some of them are good. Not all of them are bad. It's like Sister Vicky came to the temple and she brought these delicious cupcakes. And my wife and I said, man, hope we can wait till we get home to eat them. Well, we did because we kept hold of our hope. We're going to make it home. Thank you. You got what I was saying. Home. I'm not home here. One day I won't have to break all this down for you that when I say things like this, you will think spiritually and understand that while I'm preaching, I'm no longer on this earth. I'm somewhere in a dimension that I have not physically been yet. But when we got home, we opened the lid of that. And she said, I want this. And I said, no, I want that one. And we ate two of those. And they were delicious, but they also passed. And the plate was empty. And then I checked my sugar this morning, and I found out the results. Okay. Yeah, I saw you eating over there at Panera Bread. This too shall pass. Why do we go so worked up and so, you know, like, hey, I cannot make it. I cannot live for God. Or I cannot stay in the church because something's going on or somebody's been mean to us or somebody didn't do it the way we wanted to or things are just not going the way we want to. Hey, this too shall pass sooner or later. Hey, that situation, that pain, that hurt shall pass. Or you may not forget it, but the pain of it will pass. You heard what the world says, that time heals all wounds. Well, my God can heal them instantly. 
You know why? That the pains that this life causes me, and mainly it's individuals, isn't it? I just lost you there. Like, you don't think individuals can hurt you? Come on, get real. My own grandchildren can hurt me sometimes by the what they say and what they do, and you know. And if I keep on remembering that and living that, that pain takes a long time to go. But if I begin to hope in the hereafter. And I understand they're just a child. I understand that individual is just an, a, an, a, a human, just like I am a human, and we're not perfect, and we have faults. And hey, wait a minute. Okay, it hurt for a moment, but let me turn that around and begin to pray for them and begin to try to understand where they're at and what's going on in their life. You see, I've got to understand that in this life, things pass. I know that some of you no longer look forward to your birthday. Shame on you. I know you don't publicize it. That's okay. But you better hope you have one. Or you're right with God, one of the two. But the younger one is, they can't wait. They can't wait. Oh, like my daughter used to say, hey, she was like 14, but really in her mind, I'm already 16. I said, how can that be? Well, you don't understand. I'm turning 15. And then, you know, I said, no, 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 no. You're 14. And so she had such a hope in her birthdays because she wanted to reach a certain age. Oh, if I reach a certain age, I got it made. Oh, yeah, right. Sometimes I think I, I was as young as Gideon. He's got it made. I mean, somebody to cook for him, take care of him, give him a bath, you know, change his clothes, put on his, in fact, I put on his socks this morning. Are you with me? And so many of you, it seems like, I don't, you know, I'm not going to specify who, but the older you get, you don't want nobody to know it's your birthday. When I say, hey, who's all having birthdays this month? You don't even raise your hand. Because you don't want nobody to know that you're getting older. This too shall pass. You say, I hope it doesn't. Well, it will pass. One day, whether we're ready or not, we will no longer be dependent on whether I'm 40 or whether I'm 100. It makes no difference. I will pass on to the hereafter. And if I didn't have the right hope, I'm going to regret it for the hereafter. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord God. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says, there is a time for everything under the sun. I can't stand cold weather. Give me five on it, bro. I'm telling you what, I, I just, I'm going to tell you right now, I go out of the house, if it's, if it's 45 or 50 degrees, I, I got a shirt, I got a sweater, I got an undergarment coat like a sweatshirt, and I got a coat on top. And I'm still cold. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I can't stand it. But you know what? My hope is not in February. I know it has 29 days this year, and that's a bummer. 
you know, because I got to wait one more day till March comes. But oh, when March 1st comes, my hope begins to rise. Oh, there's some warmer days ahead. The trees are going to bloom. Oh, glory to God. It's going to get hot again. But then if I'm not careful, I don't realize that this season shall pass as well. Sometime around September or so, the beginning of October. Ooh, what's that in the air? I hope that you're understanding what I'm trying to minister in the Lord to you is that we get so wrapped up in the affairs of this life. It kills our contentment. It kills our peace. It takes away our happiness in the Lord. You see, these things are temporal and they will pass. My relationship with God cannot be in this life alone because I'm going to be disappointed. God, why didn't this happen for me? Why didn't you answer this the way I wanted you to? Why is this taking place? My hope has got to be God. You're eternal. You know best. You're working in my life to be sure that I go to glory. So whatever you got to do, I'm going to rest in you. It don't matter if I'm up. It don't matter if I'm down. It don't matter if I'm left and right. It don't matter if I'm crying. It don't matter if I'm depressed. It don't matter if I'm shouting. I done determined in my heart when I come to the house of God, no matter, no matter my condition, no matter my affairs in life, I'm going to shout when it's time to shout. I'm going to dance when it's time to dance because my hope is not in this life. Parents, your child is becoming a teenager and you are scratching your head of what to do. Just hold on. That will pass. I hope you survive. But if your hope is in the moment... You and that teenager is going to have a hard relationship. But if you back up and say, you know what? Not that you're going to let them get away with anything, but you're going to say, God, let me endure this because I know one day they'll turn 20 and 21 and 22 and 20. And one day they'll be coming back to me and saying, can you help me? Now, they'll never say. They'll never say, Pop, you were right. They'll never say that. Oh, you didn't. Oh, my, my, my. Who was it? Who was it? CJ told you. TJ told you. You were right, Dad. How old is he, though? Yeah, knocking on four. You see, the older you get, teenager, the older you get, young adult, you'll find out us gray hairs know a little bit more than you do. Oh, hallelujah. Because we've been around the block and we understand that whatever you're going through is going to pass. We understand if you just hold on, you'll understand the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I said in the land of the living, God is still good to me. It don't matter what's going on. It don't matter what's being said. It doesn't matter what Money I got or money I don't got. Now, I'm dealing with some things right now that I've got to apply this message in my life because I'm getting to a place and I'm realizing that I cannot eat the things that I really like to eat anymore. 
I'm realizing that quick, and my wife is Johnny on the spot because she has hope not to please me with supper today, but she has hope she wants me around for a while. So I got to take out the rice and I got to take out the bread and I got to take out things that are just not good for this body anymore. Oh, hallelujah. So thank you, evangelist. You're finally getting in sync. And so when I'm living for God and my hope is in the hereafter, I got to take things out of my life that are no longer good for my spirit. I can't do the things that I used to do. I can't act the way I used to act. I can't talk the way I used to talk. I can't think the way I used to think. God is so amazing. See how you brought all that in? I was talking about food one moment and the next moment. Ow! Thank you, Wesley. But you know, if we're not careful, we get all down in the dumps. You mean to me I can't have that chocolate chip cookie, honey? I'm just going to quit asking because the more you ask, sometimes you're given things that are really not good for you. And then when things go wrong, God, what happened? Well, you wouldn't leave me alone with that chocolate chip cookie, so... I had somebody give you some, and you said to yourself, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that. As soon as everybody got out of your sight, oh, one just won't. You can't stop with one like a Lay's potato chip. You can't stop with one chocolate chip cookie. Don't kid yourself. You get up at midnight and eat a couple of more. Do you understand in this life there is a... There's a time for everything, and those things will pass, and then there'll something else come in, and something else come in. But with God, I'm secure. With God, the things of God will not pass away. Never pass away. I think there's a scripture for those of you that are with me that says, Heaven and earth. Things that are created will pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So why do we do it? Why do I do it? I get so worked up over what somebody said or they didn't say or what somebody did or they didn't do. I get so worked up that I'm the loser. And then when I get up in the, in the morning, things are better. Have you ever went to bed? Have you, have you ever went? Oh, surely, I hope you did. Yeah. No, you can't stay up all night, Jordan. Sorry. Have you ever went to sleep with just so much on you? I mean, you couldn't sleep. You ever been there? Oh, tossing and turning, tossing and turning. And then it seems like the closer it got to dawn, the sleepier you got. And then all of a sudden, when the sun came out and you got up and you got going around, that it wasn't near as bad. I didn't say it was gone, but it wasn't near as bad. How many times did something you were anxious about, concerned and worried about, how many times did it end up being much better than what you envisioned and thought it would be? I didn't say every time, but more times than not. This too shall pass. Your hurt 
will pass. Your pain will pass. Your broken heart will pass. Your disappointment will pass because my hope is in God and this is the anchor of my soul. It is something that attaches me to the hereafter. It is something that picks me up when I'm down. That word, listen to me, that word, expectation in the Hebrew, you know what it means? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what it means. It's beautiful. It's a chord. It's a chord. That's what it means, a chord. C-O-R-D, chord. Chord, chord. As an attachment. And so if my hope is in God for the hereafter, I have a lifeline that's attached to my soul, to his hand. And when I begin to think of this life and put my care in this life and focus on this life alone, then that cord get disconnected. It's like an astronaut out in space that has to go outside the spacecraft. There's no gravity there. So they have to have an attachment. They have to have a cord or they'd float off somewhere and die. And I'm telling you, I don't want my, uh, my cord to be broken. So I keep saying, this too shall pass. The building of the temple, it will pass. And one day, we'll be in there in the name of Jesus. I know it's been a while. I know there's still things to do. But I know if God tarries, it'll end. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Amen. The scripture says it this way. I'm just going to summarize it. It's John chapter 4. Elder can bring it up as I'm mentioning. Jesus went to Samaria. He said, I must needs go to Samaria. And his disciples says, Lord, in in themselves, have you lost your mind? We have no dealing with the Samaritans. Well, that's what they said. They murmured among themselves. Why he talketh to this woman? That's what the Bible says. Maybe some of you say that when God brings and helps someone that you, oh, I better not go there. And... She comes out, not at the time of water. She had to come out at a different time because she was an outcast. And he was there, and she knew he was a Jew. She knew he was a Jew. And he said, give me something to drink. I'm thirsty. Well, Lord, you have nothing to to gather it with. And he says, the water that you want to give me, I'll thirst again. Or you'll thirst again. But the water that I want to give you, living water, you'll never buy thirst again. You see the difference? If you ever had a real good, cool glass of water, satisfying, was it? Is that the only one you ever drank? No. But he was saying, I'm going to give you something, Samaritan woman. I'm going to give you something whereby you'll never thirst again. You won't go to any other well. You won't have to. You won't be looking for any other body. You won't be looking for anything physical to draw with. What I'm about to give you. Are you greater than our Father? He said, listen, I'm He. I'm the Messiah, basically. He said, go get your husband. She said, I don't have a husband. She said, you've answered correctly. You've had five husbands, but the one you live with is not your husband. I'm telling you, my God is awesome, and He is merciful. He came to such a her and said I'm going to give you something whereby you'll never thirst again she didn't question it she didn't puzzle it she said give me this water and she went and told everybody in her town and every one of them came out to see I want to see this man 
who told you everything about your life, who had this living water. And then all the city began to tell her, hey, we're not believing because you told us. We're believing because we saw him ourselves. Have you really had an experience with him yourself? When's the last time you really connected with that cord of attachment? You know why? Maybe you're leaning too much on your own abilities and your own thoughts and your cares of the. You know why God allows sometimes things in this life we shall have tribulations? You know why things sometimes go wrong? He wants us to be sure our attachment is secure. He wants to know, are you leaning on that or are you leaning on me? And so we have to reevaluate when we don't reevaluate when things are going good. I don't. I don't even think about it. I have my prayer time. Thank God. Go about my way. But when things are bad, I'm talking bad. I got to check my, okay, where's the cord? Because I can't get through this without you, God. See, I've come, so I'm getting a little gray, and I've come to realize I can't get through things, even though I know they're going to pass. I can't get through them correctly unless I'm attached to God. Because I'll get a, I'll get a bad attitude. I'll get bitter. I'll start to complain. What good is that going to do? It's not going to change anything. I'll be quick to blame. <laughs> There's nobody to blame. I'm the one that allowed it to affect me, and I'm the one that can get through it with the help of the Lord. So even in the natural of food, water, and clothing... This too shall pass. Parents, I know that when you have a child, I know you know better that whatever shoes you buy them, whatever clothes you buy, don't think they're going to wear them forever. Adult, let me ask you. Now, some of you could say yes to this. Adult, are you wearing the same size that you wore now, some of you can say yes. When you were 20. Are those clothes still in your closet? I hope not for some of you. Has your favorite shirt or dress ever just plum gave up the ghost? And you had a heart attack. That was so comfy. I love that shirt. And you still tried to wear it all frayed and holes. And then your spouse came around and said, you're not wearing that anymore. That's what God tells me when I try to wear the things of yesterday. Wait a minute. I gave you a new garment without spot or blemish, wrinkle or any such like. What are you doing trying to wear the garments that you wore before you were born again? Come on, somebody. I'm a new creature. My hope is in the hereafter. It is not in this life. My daughter, come. I had so much more scripture, but I'm just about through. I didn't get an amen on that, so that's my, I can keep going. <laughs> I'm going to talk to some of the young adults a little bit right now because some of them are freshly married and, you know, and some of them are possibly, they'll, they'll never tell you. Some of these young boys, I said, are you going to get married one day? 
They said, nah. I said, you lying. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so they think, especially, you know, when they're young, oh, if he would just look at me, that would be my world. It is true. And he would say, oh, if she would just glance over here my way, I, I wore this tie for her today. <laughs> I don't know how the boys today, they think they can dress any other way. They, and girls will let them. You ought to have some higher expectations. Enough said on that. Let's go on. And then you would say, I hope pastor allows this to happen. And all of a sudden, you say the I do's. And you're just floating. My world is complete! And the Bible does say if a man find a wife, he find a good thing. So it's a good thing. But I'm going to tell you, you better wake up quick. Because that spouse is not going to make your world complete. I didn't say they wouldn't help. But there's still going to be a vacancy. They can comfort you, but they can't comfort you like my Jesus. They can take care of you when you're sick, but not like my Jesus. How many of you are still sick from the first sickness you ever got. That too passed. Dylan, are you still bleeding from the first scar you got when you were a little too? What? Even that healed. God is trying to show us that the things of this life pass but the things of the next life never pass. What's your hope in today as we stand? What you counting on? Where are you at? I know you. I hear you. You've talked to me. You've texted me. I know that this message is Timely and very real. Turn to the Lord. He's a present help in time of trouble. Set your cares on Him. Be sure the cord is attached. If you're going through it, understand it's going to pass. But I'm going to tell you something. I've been living for the Lord for a long time. And I'm going to tell you right now, the excitement that He gave me for Him has not passed. My zeal for Him has not passed.
my appreciation for him for giving me has not passed. The Bible says it's renewed, made new, made new every day. If your hope is in the wrong thing, you'll grow stale, you'll grow stagnant, your relationship will falter. You will no longer have the relationship with God that you once had because your hope is not in him. The altars are always open. Don't wait for an invitation. Sing, daughter. In an hour.